Welcome to the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Mary Westcott, a mother, wife, and mom boss. This podcast is all about helping women to build a path to chase their dreams while becoming a greater version of themselves. Every Monday, join me as I will deliver a strong dose of inspirational topics from how to become a priority in your life to creating a strong bulletproof mindset for success. If you are a busy woman on the go who is in need of a simple pick-me-up, a dose of inspiration, or motivation, look no further. Come join me on the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. Looking forward to meeting you soon, beauty. Hello, my fellow mamas, and welcome back to another episode of the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. I have an amazing guest. Her name is Megan Holt. Megan is the founder of Holistic Wellness from the Ground Up Coaching, board certified in many coaching modalities, including master nutrition coach, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner and coach practitioner, timeline therapy, coach practitioner, hypnotherapy coach, meditation coach, Reiki to Usui Holy Fire practitioner with an American board of drugless practitioners and an international best-selling author. Her approach is health is full and integration. Her approach to health full integration between the conscious and unconscious mind, releasing the negative emotions, belief systems, and limiting decisions of the body mind, not only because you deserve to be free to eat cake, and in doing so, we built an unbreakable bond of trust with our whole self, and that is how you achieve sustainable changes. She is on a mission to empower people to stop struggling with their weight, heal their relationships with food and their bodies, overcome the dieting cycle for good so they can joyfully nourish themselves and have the health they deserve. Welcome on the show, Megan. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. I don't think I've ever had anybody read my bio before. I really like it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. And so with my audience, um, of course, your bio speaks everything what you do. Can you actually give them a little bit background of who you are and why you got into what you do? Absolutely. Absolutely. So like she said, I'm Megan Holt and I am a holistic wellness coach for several reasons. One, because um, the main one being is when I got pregnant with my daughter about three years ago, I had always had the thought and decided at that time that I would raise her in the way of knowing how to talk, how to listen to her body, how to communicate and how to really like break free of those chains that we all have, especially as women of that societal view of beauty and health. So um, when I was a child, I struggled very much so with body dysmorphia, with body image. Uh, I went from being a very, at a very small age, eating directly out of a garden to, uh, you know, lots of life changes, divorce, moving, all of the things that parents have to do, and, um, and eating McDonald's every day. So my gut health was awful. My moods were awful. I was put on medication at a very um, early age, in my opinion. I was a, t- a teenager, preteen. And so it was just, a, to me, it was not my ideal quality of life. 
And, um, and so as I grew up and started really exploring what fit me best, it was truly a holistic approach. And what that meant was, um, and, and I know that's a big buzzword in the wellness community, but what that meant for me was really getting in tune with how my body spoke to me and how my mind governed said body. And so in doing that, I really found whole foods. I, found, I, I reclaimed my power through emotional support and also through routines of guidance that fluctuated with um, being a woman, with having a cycle, and with being, um, with being in the world that we live in today. And so that included exercise, uh, restorative sleep, as well as uh, as well as whole world conscientious nourishment. And, and by that, I mean, you know, I was very, uh, very mindful of what I watched or what I did for psychological nutrition, how I supported my emotional health, and then of course, how I support my physical health. So I do that for not only myself, my clients, and my uh, daughter that is now three, and she'll tell you the best remedy for anything that's wrong with you is a blanket, a nap, water, and vitamins. And I'm like, yes, I have done my job. <laughs> that is, you got to teach them young. That's what I'm doing with my daughter. I actually read, um, actually, I actually say affirmations with her. So she will understand to love herself and be, you know, be herself. You know, we want that for Absolutely. our kids. You know, we Absolutely. want to keep them to have that amazing Im uh, imagination and to dream big, you know, after so long when they hit like seven or eight, you know, schools tell them, well, you don't have an imagination no more. You got to do this, 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 and this, and this is how it's going to be. Whereas when you get out into the real world, that, that whole imagination is gone and, and it, and they tell you can't dream big. And that's what I want for my daughter. Exactly. And that's and one of the biggest things and what I see mostly in adults that are reclaiming their life that um, kind of like we were talking before about how, you know, two, three, even hundreds of years ago, we were people that lived by our imagination in the sense, you know, it's become this sense of survival, but imagination is how we create our future. If you can imagine it, you can achieve it. That's exactly how the unconscious mind works. And so when you start putting all of these labels and guidelines and pressures onto, especially a very small body, a very, you know, a very moldable body and, and mind, that is where we come up with this um, image of ourselves that isn't reachable, that that expectation is set instead of our imagination being limitless and us manifesting our future. And so I, I know, um, you know, like those are really big buzzwords and people are like, oh yes, I want to manifest. I just think positive thoughts. And I'm like, yeah, that's a great place to start. And also too, we have to bring in the emotional, mental, and then action steps that it takes. And without a wide range of knowledge and imagination, that's pretty impossible to do. Yeah, I agree with you on that um, because you have to have that mindset and you have to have the actions put in forth because you can talk all day, talk about, well, I'm going to own a mansion. I can have this car. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. 
but you got to put action forth. You got to walk and talk at the same time. You got to, you got to do it both. You can't just do what you can't just walk. Don't tell people like, yeah. So, um, in your bio, it says that you are part of like the Reiki and nutritionist and, you know, holistic wellness. Can you, um, give some of my mamas that are not familiar with, um, holistic wellness and healing and things like that. Can you talk a little bit about that for them? Yeah, absolutely. So holistic, all that means is whole. And so whole body and the way that the way that we look at it or the way that I look at it is really bringing together everything that is around us. It's your environment, your emotional health, your psychological health, which is really deemed by the the information you take in. So every single day, through our five senses as humans, we're take, if you can imagine this, we're taking in 11 billion bits of information per second. Our conscious brain, in order to keep our bodies going and, and you know, some form of, of mental clarity can only grab 134 of those per second. So you have 11 billion and you're only grabbing 134 per second. So that in itself sounds overwhelming, right? So that is where holistic comes in for me as mindfulness, um, as and well as well as intention. So I know that we've all heard about intention setting for plans. However, when we wake up every day, um, holistic wellness is is instead of stressing out about all the things that you have to get done, it's being able to breathe, be grateful. Uh, have, you know, make, make mindful or opulent choices. So those are choices that you've actually been able to think about that are not on automatic. Uh, That's a big thing. And it's also providing yourself or setting yourself up for success. So you have good food choices, you hydrate, you get wonderful restorative sleep, which is what we're going to talk about here in a minute. Um, You have you know, you love more, that's including yourself, your surroundings, as well as physical, like, love, you know, where you release oxytocin. And then, of course, you nurture yourself through self-care, whatever that looks like for you. And you live consciously. And the way that I like to explain live consciously is it's a win, 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 win. So it's a win for you. It's a win for your family, it's a win for your community, and it's a win for the world. Be that picking up a plastic bottle in the park and putting it in the recycling bin or, or, um, or you know, not like having less food waste or, pick, or going to a beach cleanup or taking your children to a story time in the park. Whatever it may be for you, however it fits into your schedule, it's all about putting yourself in positions to feel good and and that for a lot of people especially I think these days with limited connection um you know to to the outside world for a decent amount of time is something that that we have that we are craving and that we have lost and so I really work in the in the mind mind aspects of bringing you together as well as bringing you back into knowing that you are able to um, to put out 
or to find the answers inside yourself that you're looking for, as well as put out into the world in a way that that is manageable, that is not so over overly pressured or overbearing. Oh, I love that. Wow. Yeah, that is so amazing. So educational. <laughs> I learned so much. And, you know, mamas, that, that is very true. You know, you just want to, it, it's okay to, you know, be yourself and, you know, heal organically. You don't have to always go for other things, you know, such as medication and therapy, like not saying that there, it's not good for people because it does do wonders for many others, but you also have to stay in tune with yourself too, because you can go to a therapist, you can take medication, but if you are not willing to continue to heal and go with it and understand like, okay, this is healing me. This is what I want and still do your part instead of having everything else do itself. It's not going to work. You know, I've had people tell me, you know, therapy don't work for me. And I don't know why it's because you also have to allow it yourself. You have to heal yourself too. Absolutely. And, and that's really where I come in is at the, at the borderline of moving from that just becoming, um, just becoming, uh, functional, you know, from, because I, you know, I, I believe that there's a time and a place for every single thing that, you know, that you, is brought to your path. But I, I really come in in that place from becoming functional with medication and therapy to wanting to grow and optimize your life. That's where coaching is, is. And, and what that does is, it's where you get to the place of, okay, it's not that it's not helping or doesn't work. It's that I need more that place of really asking yourself, I need more. And when, when we begin to do this, that's where we begin to off, you know, optimize our lives and our livelihoods because we're willing to go the distance. We're willing to reach for something that we might not be able to see just yet. We're able to, to take that leap of faith, if you will. And the, um, this kind of really leads into this. It's really neat how your body does this on a daily basis, because this is really what happens in sleep. Yes. It's your body's leap of faith into, into becoming what it knows or where it needs to go. So if you think about your unconscious mind, your subconscious, that, that thing that runs everything within you and all the things around you, it is like the wisest five-year-old that you've ever met. It knows everything, but it also likes to be talked to in very direct, affirmative language. So in sleep, the body, is, the brain, the conscious mind is turned off. And, you know, that's why your body relaxes. That's why you're breathing um, shallows. And you go into this trance sleep state and... And then, and that's when your body begins to be like, hey, I can talk, like something's listening to me. I can do what I'm supposed to do. Instead of you always telling it, no, 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 or we have to be here or go there. And so restorative sleep, as most people have always heard, you get, you need eight hours of sleep to be productive. That's not entirely not true. However, it can, you know, it's not, 
it's recommended and I, I most definitely, I observe that, that rule because I love my sleep as much as possible. I also know that for some people, be it they have a newborn or they're just now getting into um, a routine or, or, or education of sleep, that it might not be entirely possible right this very second. So what restorative sleep does is it, it gives you energy, it improves your mood, and it also improves your food choices. So every single one of us on earth needs food to survive. Um, and most of us, if you have ever been in the position of two o'clock where you're like, oh my God, I don't think I can take another call and why won't this computer go off? Uh, and you just want to nap, you grab the first thing. Mine used to be, I think like, I love cheese danishes. So mine used to be that, right? And, um, and so what's happening is, is your body is in constant survival mode it's like i have to have this i have to keep going i i don't know when to stop so what what developing a healthy sleep routine which if you google that you'll find a million things on it but what it does is it allows your body to know that you're going to take care of it it allows your body to know that your mind that because where your mind goes your body follows so it allows your body, which is, if you think about it, one of the coolest things on earth, it functions without you ever having to think about it or acknowledge it. So, it, but it, and it allows itself to deregulate, to downregulate your central nervous system. So you're not always on edge. It allows you to actually have a thought process as to what you're doing instead of walking into a room and being like, wait, why am I here? Right. Um, and, and then when you wake up, you are, you, you get up, you're more rested as well as when you go to sleep, it's easier to fall asleep. And I have some, some tips for, for doing that, but, um, I would, and also I'd like to pose to your readers is how often do you think about, about your sleep or like, yeah, how often do you think mm. like, oh my gosh, I'm tired or I don't have enough time to do whatever it is that I'm supposed to do in order to do what I have to do tomorrow, you know? And, uh, and yeah, so that in itself is something that, uh, that can tell you just right away that you need to maybe give some more attention to your sleep quality. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. Because as a mom, I also am a wife. I also work full-time and I also have my podcast management business and my podcast. So I am booking calls with guests. I am recording my own solo um, episodes and, you know, mommy duty is 24 seven. You don't get a break. Um, <laughs> and when I do have the break, I'm at work or as soon as I get home, I have to tend to my daughter and then tend to my husband and try to relax. And at the end of the day, I'm just like, I am so spent. It is yeah. crazy, you know, and with me, I have late nights, early mornings because I work from two to 10. So it's like, I barely get eight hours of sleep. And when I do, I question it. And I'm like, why do I have extra hours to sleep? What am I doing? Yeah. You know, but that is right. Like, did I forget something? Was there a meeting today? Like all of it, but 
but it, it's great to know that um, in detail what sleep can really do for you as a person. So it's great. Yes, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And for for like, I I am a, a scientist by by heart and by by first degree, I guess. But one of the really neatest things um, about sleep, and and it's and easily done um, to incorporate you know, certain aspects of a sleep routine, like setting a bedtime, setting an alarm on your phone just to get used to getting into bed at that time, limiting your screen time before bed, or at least uh, at least turning off lights, like screens and lights 30 minutes before you sleep. Most people say two hours, but 30 minutes. And what sleep actually does is it's, uh, there are cells in your brain that open up these channels that where fluid can flow freely through your brain. So what happens in essence is every single day when your body's awake, when you, when you're awake, when you're doing things, you're producing all of these chemical um, reactions. So it's telling you to breathe. It's telling you what you're seeing, what you're smelling, how many, uh, you know, all of the thoughts and all of the things. And so it creates a lot with any, reaction you get a product and that product is waste uh you know it has a waste product and that stays in the brain until you sleep so what these what this fluid does is it makes it's basically a, a really nice relaxing bath at the end of the day for your brain when we avoid sleep or push ourselves past our limit and you know you have all those things called like burnout and all that stuff what's in essence happening is you have a buildup of toxins, proteins, and waste within your brain anatomy. And that in itself increases your chances by 50% for mood disorders, for mental dis-ease or illness, and also memory impairment. So, um, you know, and that's, it's not to say to, to scare or anything. It's just really what's physically happening in your brain. And so just the simple task of like setting a bedtime or limiting your screen intake so your nervous system can downregulate, even having a, a hot tea and reducing your sugars and processed foods, uh, that aids the liver. The liver is what actually wakes a lot of people up between 3 and 5 a.m. If you wake up and you're like, why can't I go back to sleep? because your liver's processing things. Um, just doing small, simple things like that can really make a really huge difference in your sleep quality, whether you're getting four hours, eight hours, or 10 hours, is um, giving yourself that little, little bit of direction that so your body knows what to do when you're doing other things. Do you yourself, do you have a somewhat of a sleep routine? Seeing how you're, I, you're so busy. <laughs> actually, um, I am actually implementing one actually because I can't function right if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I you know, so when as soon as I get home from work, you know, um, I actually hurry up and get the main things that we need to get done. So I get my daughter's PJs ready. I give her a bath. Um, while I run her bath, and while I'm doing that, she's eating a little bit before sleep. So, and then we put her in her bath and then she'd be ready to go because normally nice warm baths actually helps children sleep better. Exactly. It helps me sleep better. Helps me. Uh, right. And, you know, we prepare our, our 
our lunches, things like that. In the morning, we get things prepared for the morning. So we don't have a rush in the mornings and trying to get things. That is another big thing that if you can do just one or two small things in mindful preparation, that will help you. It really is quite amazing how it sets your whole day up. So you're not like, if you're not rushed in the morning, you're not going to be, you know, overly stressed out, exhausted when you go to bed because your whole day is kind of followed a flow. And I love how you said she eats a little snack before bed. Mine does too. I don't know. Like I can make three course meals all day long, all every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and follows all the guidelines and it never fails right before bed. I'm hungry. Yep. So um, I have a cool, I have a cool little thing for moms out there, but it's for, for all people, uh, but especially moms with small children and even um, in the womb or babies. But these are some foods uh, that really are great to have before bed. If you're a child like ours <laughs> and love right? snacks before bed. So they're, the reason these snacks are so cool is because they offer you the minerals that you need in order to promote healthy brain activity and healthy sleep, um, which are magnesium, B6, serotonin and melatonin that we all know we all hear those big buzzwords serotonin is actually how melatonin is produced so if you're not a happy person before like when you wake up you're not gonna be a happy person when you go to bed so we need to promote we need to promote a few things and um change our states but these are some super cool foods so we have pistachios um cheese crackers and or crackers and nut butter those are good like the more proteins that you get the the more satisfied you are oatmeal this was a I, i hadn't even heard this one and i'm a nutritionist guys oatmeal has one of the highest melatonin ratios to anything to any other food yeah and you know we hear we eat it in the morning because it starts our metabolism really good but also before bed it's a really good sleep aid. Cherries are also um, a banana. A banana has potassium in it, which is a muscle relaxant. It helps to downregulate your nervous system. Also, too, if you ever see small children, you see how they like rock their hips back and forth or they rock yep. before they when they're really sleepy. And mm-hmm. that actually activates your parasympathetic nervous system and allows you to go into that trance before sleep to get to mm. sleep. That's why you can just see them and they just like fall asleep. It's awesome. We can do that too, guys. We we can do it too. I've done it before. Um, Right? (laughs) Pumpkin seeds are a wonderful boost in serotonin anywhere in your day. Eggs have have tryptophan in them, which is the same thing as turkey at Thanksgiving. So we we all know how we like to take that nap after that dinner. Nope. Kiwi is one of the best foods in the whole wide world for a lot of reasons, but it has C, E, boosts serotonin and has folate, which immediately um, relaxes the body, the nervous system and helps you sleep. Edamame boosts your serotonin. Strawberries have loads of B6 and they are a high producer of melatonin in the body. As well as, last but not least, chamomile tea. So you can drink it. You can cool it down even for a baby's bottle. Um, Three months and older is safe. You can put it in your bath. All kinds of of ways to um, naturally and organically promote sleep. 
I hope that y'all enjoyed the little educational parts of my <laughs> science background. <laughs> I love it. Yes, because that is amazing. Um, I learned so much because that's exactly what I'm trying to do is to study, not necessarily study, but to actually know what other foods that I can actually eat that can help me as well and to actually help with my daughter as well. So that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. Yeah, it's a, I like, I am all for um, multi-purpose tools and food yes. is a big one. You know, we can all have those things. So yes. those are amazing for children and for, and for us as well. Oh yeah. And so what I like to ask all my moms when they come on the show is, do you have a self-care routine yourself? And if you do, what do you do? I do. So my nighttime routine is very, very simple. Um, generally, you know, I have some sort of a shower or bath, at least half of it if I'm giving my daughter one. Um, but after that, what I really do, once I put her to bed and we lay down for a minute, we read, we breathe, and then I'll just go in the bathroom. I take a warm cloth because I don't wear makeup. So I just wet my face. You know, I really take a few moments just to breathe. I do um, a couple of nighttime affirmations in the mirror, just, you know, like you're doing great, like give yourself right. a break, whatever it may be for whatever day. And then I, and then I make a, a cup of hot peppermint tea and I lay down. I generally have on um, some sort of like, and I use these just from YouTube. I have on some sort of frequency um, meditation or I have on an affirmation meditation. It's really low. And within about 30 minutes, I'm asleep, guys. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's not always been that way, but it really has um, over time evolved into this very simple practice of, of just taking a few moments for me. And um and, you know, and it, it began with um, all of the thoughts and all of the things that I had to write down before bed and right. get it out that way. But now it's, um, I find that even just a small meditation practice morning or night works really, really well for, for our house. That is amazing. Yeah, because I don't really have a self-care routine at night, but... Mm -hmm. I have a strong one in the morning so I can get ready for my day, but I really want to implement a nice little small one at night too, because I deal with a stressful job. I work at a factory, yeah. you know, all this other stuff. That was me too. I had a very strong morning and I was like, gosh, I can't do all this at nighttime. <laughs> right. So I found that works. Yeah. Yeah. And so like my, my nighttime one that what I'm trying to implement is you know, a nice stretch, a nice five minute stretch before bed, a nice five minute meditation and some journaling. And with my journaling, it's more of writing out my goals and having intentions for the morning to look forward to waking up in the morning. I so that's what it. I want. Yeah. So that's I what I'm that trying so to do. <laughs> I absolutely love that. And, um, and yeah, and just simple things as in like, you know, setting your journal by your bed um, or, you know, like I have, um, I have, two yoga mats so like I use one you know like as a practice practice but I have we have a small one in the bedroom if like because she loves to stretch too so that's a though just small little things like that and that's what uh, I think that's my biggest message to everyone listening and to thank you for for having me on your show is is that yeah. it 
it doesn't have to be these massive, gigantic, change everything routines. It can quite literally be implementing an alarm on your phone for a bedtime or, you know, or just or, or having a book laying beside your bed instead of a phone charger. I all of these small, simple, um, simple things that you're that you might overlook or think that they're overly simple can really, really, really make a huge impact. Love that. Yes. Thank you so much. So my very last question, well, second to last question I want to <laughs> ask you is what is one big major piece of advice you want to leave for my fearless mamas today? Oh my gosh, ladies, <laughs> ladies, take a breath and give yourself a break. And no, it's a lot easier said than done sometimes, but it really is. Every single one of you are amazing people. You're amazing, amazing humans and moms and wives and daughters and women. So please just remember that we, I don't, I don't know about y'all, but I hold, I used to hold my breath a lot for, you know, and didn't even know it. So just take that breath and smile and give yourself a break because you're doing an amazing job. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for that. That actually just warms my heart actually, <laughs> because we, we really do need breaks because we're always on the go. We're always on the yeah. go. And so with this beautiful message that you have given us, um, I'm pretty sure there's some moms that can really, really relate to you or have some questions. So Absolutely. share um, a couple of your links or how we get a hold of you when we want um, to connect with you. Absolutely. So the best, best way to get a hold of me is on Instagram. I'm at meg.holistic.coach. All of my links are in my bio there. You can book a free call. I have free discovery calls going on. And also you'll be able to uh, sign up for my email list, which will get you um, these uh, eight pillars, which we went over sleep deep today, free of, you know, free for you just to have. So Instagram is the best, best way to get a hold of me. My link tree is on there and it's meg.holistic.coach. Thank you so, so much. Um, I will put all of her information down in the show notes for you guys. Um, and Megan, I want to thank you so much for coming on. And mamas, I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay. This episode was so amazing. Wouldn't you agree? Want to hear more episodes like this? All you have to do is subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you would never miss out on a guest episode just like this one. If you found value or inspiration today, don't forget to leave a rating on iTunes and or feedback in the comment section. Looking forward to talking to you soon, beauty.